Welcome to Inside the Light, where we dissect and discuss different words and their presence in our lives with the intention of gaining new perspective and relating to one another. I'm Julia and I'm Laura. Let's turn on the light. So I'm super excited to introduce to you our guest today. His name is Andre Sepulveda. He is the owner and operator of SB Jiu-Jitsu. He teaches law enforcement firearms and is a combatives and self-defense instructor. He is also my uncle, my tío Andre. And for this episode, he chose the word purpose. This episode's word is purpose. The reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. A person's sense of resolve or determination. A particular requirement or consideration, typically one that is temporary or restricted in scope or extent. So welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me. I, I guess destiny um, that today is suicide awareness of, uh, oh, day. Wow. Yeah. So uh, that was one of my main reasons why I chose the word is purpose, uh, because um, as you know, there's there's anywhere between 20 to 22 uh, veterans that commit suicide daily. And, and the reason why is, is so because we, we find our transition between military and civilian world has become such a uh, strenuous process that um, it leads to a dark hole, right? It leads to um, a place where most of us don't ever wanna be or feel that, oh, that would never happen to me. You know, so, um, and I think I honestly believe that that's the reason. One of the reasons is because we, um, we have the lack. Uh, we have an existing lack of purpose mm. in the military. We we come from something that it means something to us that has a sense of you know, um, I guess, uh, create something. You know, mm. uh, be a part of a team, have a mission. You know, and like feel the sense of importance that you have a purpose in life. Mm. And um, and it and keeps it and uh, it keeps a person motivated and determined to wake up in the morning. I love that. I love that. I was. Yeah. Um, it's funny because I was giving Julia some of your background before. I felt like I was just bragging about how cool my uncle is. <laughs> oh, he did this. He did this, and he did this. <laughs> well, she did that today, but she's done that. Oh yeah, like, since I've known oh, her. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm blessed with a beautiful family and an amazing uncle. Um, but part of what really struck me with the word to, that you connected with and, and with me sitting with that myself is um, I have seen you live your purpose since I can remember, you know, I have seen you. And it's funny because I thought about the word a lot and we usually associate purpose with career. You know, people usually yeah. think of purpose and it's immediately just like, well, this is what I do for work. And it does for you. I see that in your career, but I also see how your purpose, just in how you present yourself and how you've presented yourself in my life and our family's life has just been that it mirrors the same purpose that you do within your career of just like, the strength and the protector and the, the creating freedom for other people and allowing people to feel the sense of freedom and being themselves. And, and it's interesting because in terms of your like army and military background, your army background, um, 
you know, you knew from such a young age or you followed that from such a young age, what did that feel like for you to, what did, what was that feeling of like knowing the direction that you were going in, in terms of following your purpose? The, um, it, it first began when I was, I want to say like eight, nine years old yeah. and my tío Cuco, <laughs> uh, <laughs> came home on leave from Korea and and that was in the late uh well that was in the late 70s mm-hmm. and I want to say like around 74 75 yeah I'm 55 so but you know and the minute that I saw him uh coming in in his uniform and he I, I saw him uh I remember before he left and then once he came back about a year and a half later on leave his first leave he came back as such a uh, changed man. He, he left with a man that some people want to say didn't have a purpose, you know, and um, to someone that had a mission in life, you know, and a purpose to me, you know, uh, resonates a little bit more than just doing your job, right? Because to me, that's just an implied task. Um, having the satisfaction of the product of, of doing the job, it's really the purpose of it all, right? If you don't have a purpose, and I've, you know, it's like you you're gonna end up being miserable, you know. And and I saw that, and and I that resonated in me in, in my heart. And ever since then, I knew that I, I wanted to be that person, you know. I wanted to be a soldier, and uh, uh, you know, I wanted to jump out of perfectly good aircraft and good airplanes and you know, and do a job that I didn't work. That makes sense. Yeah. It's that like, um, find a job you love. You'll never work a day in your life. Um, exactly. kind of energy exactly. for sure. And I yeah. think, yeah. And you've, and even, and you no longer, you know, working for the, the army and now transferring into like the jujitsu studio, it's like, you're still embodying this. It just speaks so much to how like deeply embedded your your purpose is that even in that transition of like working for the army to now the jujitsu studio, you're still embodying your purpose just in a different way. And to me, that just, it's like when we follow our purpose, it just naturally, it just naturally allows for us to, yeah, to to just pursue, there's not even like a thought of it, of just like, this feels right or this. And I love that. And, um, I mean, what would you say if you were to, if you were to have a definition of like what your purpose was, what would you say, like in this life, what would you say that is? Oh man. Um, it, um, it being a, a good citizen, do you know what I mean? Being a good man, that's what it comes down to. I mean, um, a man is not judged by the material things he owns. I always heard this a long time ago. You don't, uh, you know, when you, when you pass away, you know, there's no trailer hitches in a hearse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, and you can't take it with you. So the, the, the reflection that uh, I leave as a man, as a husband, and as a father mm. is the reflection that I, I, I want to leave. That's, that's my purpose. You know, being a good provider, being a good, you know, provide for my family, being able to secure my family, but giving others the opportunity to, you know, uh, offering the same opportunity that I had to others as well, too. That's why I try to get back. And that's, and that's, and if you stay on that path 
once you find the path, I stayed on that path and, and it led me to one thing, to another, to the next, to the next. So he, although one door closed, there were two that were opening because I, I chose to be in that, I guess, on that righteous path, right? On the right. path of being a good person, doing something aside from yourself. Right. You know, it, it's real easy for, for us to just do things for us that benefit us directly, right? That's easy to do. I mean, we do that on a daily basis. You know, we, we eat what we want to eat. We drink, you know, we have alcoholic beverages. We go party. We spend time with loved ones that we do. But doing those things outside of the norm, it's what really counts. And doing it when nobody's watching, that's mm-hmm. the most important thing too, you know. <clears throat> so that, that's what drives me. It's, it's interesting to me because you, Laura, you associated purpose with career being a, a main thing that people think of. And for me, it's actually not career driven, especially in where mm-hmm. I'm at in my life. And I'm excited to talk to you, Andre, because my son, so my purpose right now, I feel like my purpose in life is being a kind of like what you said, a good person, being a good example, being a good mother. And I think one of my deepest purposes in this lifetime, my son, he was just born inherently obsessed with specifically the army. He uh, since good dude. The moment, <laughs> like, yeah. The moment, and like we've we've talked about this on the podcast before, and it's something that comes up all the time for me. And it's I am like a peace, love, happiness. Like, let's mm-hmm. not kill the enemy, let's talk to the enemy and like resolve it. And so I feel like um a huge purpose in my life is because me and my son, him obsessed with specifically the army but but military in general i feel like his purpose is to be this protector this this um person who wants to be the protector for everybody his country his family like his brother his mom everybody he wants to protect us all and i feel like my purpose in this life because he's like let's kill the enemy and he's obsessed (laughs) with guns and and shooting and you know all this like what i see i see it as violence some sometimes and I, but, but then we'll have talks and it's like, it's not about violence for him. It's about protecting. And so I feel like my purpose in in this lifetime is to try to give him a little bit more perspective about like love rather than constantly talking about like Nazis, (laughs) like like all these war things and like blowing up and I want some grenades for my birthday and like all these things. So I feel like my purpose isn't career driven. It's more of like teaching my child who it seems like in a past life probably had a lot of military experience and um, was just inherently born that way. And so my purpose is more driven around like trying to teach my kids like love and compassion. Right. And I, yeah. And Emmy saying in terms of like the career, I think that's what, that's what most people, that's what they like immediately. And that's also the way that it most profoundly manifests into their lives, you know, just like, oh, what's your purpose? And it's like, well, like for instance, for me, and I've talked about it in this previous episodes of like, I'm a giver. I feel like so much of what I do is like to be of service to other people and helping them and guiding them and, you know, trying to be a light for others. And that manifests literally in my work with what I do, um, you know, even down to this podcast, but also in my friendships and the people that I talk to on a daily basis where I, like, I like the idea of always, um, 
there's like a quote of like always leave people better than how you like um left them. Le- always leave people better than how you is it, it's not left them always what is that why can't i yeah and, and we, yeah, always we, yeah like yeah <laughs> we we use that we use that term in the military a lot and um and it's like you always want to leave a place better than what you arrived in arrived yes, in. there we go yeah you, you know and uh, I, I i take that approach and you know and to to answer your question you know uh most people that spend 90 percent of the majority of the veterans that served overseas, I spent as much time as I did. I literally spent my whole adult life in the military. Um, that we, we detest war. We don't like war. Um, and that's the last thing that we wanna do. Yeah. So, and, but, so therefore, but we, and a lot of people said, well, you train for war, you know, you train for violence, but th- th- yes, because we're peaceful men. I believe, mm-hmm. I think of myself as a peaceful person. Uh, because the fact not because I'm not I, I, I'm not capable of violence because I am capable of violence if anybody crosses that line in the, in the sand but because that's the last option that I like to, to, to use you know and, and I get that a lot as well too from martial arts do you know uh, most people have the, uh, the misconception that for you to be in the military you have to love war and you have to love to go to battle. Well, you know, we love to do our job. That's because we're doing it for a purpose of someone else, for mm-hmm. the sense of liberty, right? And the freedoms that we have here today and we offer to others. But uh, it should always be the last option. And so therefore we also train to be peaceful. So we prepare for, yeah, we prepare for war, uh, but we hope for, uh, for peace. Oh, you know, I love that. That's so you know, that's such a cute way to put it. That actually, like, I you're right. It makes sense to me. And you saying it in that way actually, because sometimes I get like freaked out. <laughs> like sometimes <laughs> I'm like, ah, you know, like. But my kids, they say things that are a little bit more disturbing sometimes. And they're but. kids. And they're, <laughs> and they're kids, right? They're still, they're still yes. growing. And and then as he gets older, he he's gonna understand the the overall mission. And he will find his that his purpose, you know, within the military. Um, I, I I love my job, you know. Um, I've always wanted to be a get my hands dirty kind of guy, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, I've always wanted to be leading from the front, you know. And I, I I just wanted to be that guy that was just out there, not in an office kind of person, you know. Um, but it doesn't mean that it was easy. It just means that, but because it wasn't easy, it made it more, grat- uh, um, I had more gratitude for it, right? I got to appreciate more, you know, especially the time that we spent away from our families. But um, that's one thing that I learned. So don't get too, don't get too mad at him. He'll be all right. <laughs> it, it's, not that I'm, it's not that I'm mad. And the, the funny part about it. So my kid's father, his dad, uh, his dad's dad so his grandpa my kid's grandpa is a two-star army general retired wow so um so really like it's just a part of their whole culture like my kids my kid's dad 
he grew up in a military family traveling, you know, he was moved all in different countries and all over the world. And he didn't have his dad most of the time because he was building this military career and doing whatever he did. So it makes sense, like, um, why my kid just inherently, because I'm sure his grandpa and him, they have this soul connection and maybe they fought in a war <laughs> together. We, I don't know. Yeah. But, um, it makes sense. But he just was literally born that way you know, and, and I think there is a beautiful, bigger purpose to it. And I love the way you said, it's like, you're doing it not because you want war or fighting. You're doing it because you are protecting the people that you love. You're protecting your freedom, the country you love. And, and I think that's a beautiful way to look at it because Mm -hmm. sometimes I forget that in those moments when he's like, kill the enemy, (laughs) (laughs) but then like at the same time, like if I thought there was an intruder in my house, trying to hurt my kids I would kill the enemy so you know because I love you're you're a peaceful you're a peaceful woman you are and it's better than being non-violent you know um to me a non-violent person is a person that doesn't believe in anything doesn't doesn't believe that Mm -hmm. doesn't you know and and if you don't have that structural like uh fundamental like what is it that I'm trying to say that upbringing right I was raised to believe in something you know i believe in my family i believe in god i believe in my family and 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 i believe in the in the country that i live in you know and and it's values right we all grew up with values so um a person that is non-violent to me is a person that's not willing to fight for those things mm. you know so where does that put you as a man especially as a man do you know um you you are the protector you are the provider you are the man of the house and you're supposed to take care of your wife, honor your wife, right. and and go out of your way to take care of your kids. That, those are my priorities, you know. And um, and and we do that uh, by doing those things is how I was able to serve my purpose, right. you know, and just try to be a good man, you know. And and to this day, some trust me, sometimes it's a struggle, <laughs> you know. Um, but you know, we all have those trials and tribulations, right. You know, and, um, so, uh, I believe I have beliefs and I have moral values. So I, I believe in myself to be a peaceful man. Yeah. I will be peaceful. Um, I think that violence is the last resource, but if you cross that line in the sand, you know, um, I prepare myself for the worst. And even to this day at 55, I still do that. And that's the message that I try to convey to my kids you know, in, uh, in my school. And because that's, that's the message that resonated with me with jujitsu, you know? Uh, so, so my kids, my kid's father, he does jujitsu also. And nice. he trains at a jujitsu school. And one of the things when we had, we have two boys and he was like really adamant that when they're little boys, that we are going to put them in jujitsu. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. I just thought he wanted that because that's what he's interested in. And then later he explained why that's so important to him. And I thought it was actually beautiful. It's kind of like what you're saying right now. He told me that in uh, martial arts specifically, but he just does jujitsu, but they teach you that respect they they teach you respect and that violence is the last option but exactly you also need to know how to protect yourself so he was like you know i think it's important to for our kids to learn these values of like exactly exactly and know the difference between bullying picking on somebody and and taking advantage of someone and standing up and defending for what you believe is right right do you know and that's 
it's sort of it's it, it's sort of that's that's what like it it just resonated in my heart in my mind you know um because if it wasn't it's just you know that's one of the reasons why i started jujitsu you know because um just like everybody else you know there are times that you know you lose your path right mm -hmm. you you step off your path you know because you feel that oh I, there's something that i can do better <clears throat> but i just excuse me but i just want to do it faster mm -hmm. oh i just don't want to work as hard this month <laughs> do you know yeah. what i mean Tired. <laughs> a shortcut yeah yeah you know and and so and you know but and and it was fortunate. And the reason why I said it was fortunate for me was because uh, I learned from so something from it. And uh, I was listening to one of your podcasts in the past. It's like, you know, being afraid of change, right? Mm -hmm. I, I've, I've never been afraid of change until I, I, until it came a point in my life where I was just, I took that other path, mm -hmm. you know, and I find myself going in a dark hole, you know, just like everybody else, not everybody else, but, you know, um, some of the things that, you know, some of, just like some of the other soldiers and, and that have in the past, you know, um, I've, I've been, I've been down that road, you know, I've been on that dark hole, you know, and I self-medicated, um, I've, drank alcohol um and um i refused to seek help i refused to s seek counseling uh and then um it came a time in my life where, you know where i came home and you know i yelled at my beautiful wife for no reason you know whatsoever and i found myself like well you know and that was a time where i was just like I was, jujitsu was like, I don't care anymore. I'm just doing it. I'm, I was doing it all for the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. And then when, when I decided to go to counseling and I decided to work on my internal issues, I found myself back on that path. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You know, I found myself back on that path where it, where it all began, right? Which, you know, it began, it saved my life. It began with jujitsu. You know, if it wasn't because of jujitsu, I probably wouldn't be here. I'll be very honest with you, you know, and this is the first time that I, I've gone public with it. You know, um, I just kind of like feel that way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, well, I mean, you know, I can't imagine what the things that you have seen or experienced or been around, how dark of a hole it would be easy to fall in that. And I think a lot of people do. And I think another thing that's interesting about what you just said is I think as the culture that we live in and society that we've lived in, I think it's starting to shift a little bit, but men have this big pressure on them to be the provider, to be the protector, to be strong all the time. And when you go through uh, what you go through in the military or just hard times in life, it can be generalized to just going mm -hmm. through hard times mm -hmm. as a man, I feel like you're taught to be tough and put on this game face and I can do it. I can handle it. And then there's times where it's like, you can't handle it. And what we need to like make more like normal is realizing being a man, quote unquote, or being this like protector or this, this loving person trying to set a good example would be 
to climb out of the hole and realize exactly. what's going to help you be that exactly. good example. What's going to teach exactly. love, compassion, because if you're just trying to be strong right. um, by yourself and not seek the help, then that's way more detrimental than um, you're being weak, basically. Yes. I mean, yeah, you're being weak. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, it's funny because um, I just got checked by one of my superiors that also retired and he sent me a private message this past weekend do you know and all simply from a post that i did on facebook he's like hey mass aren't you all right <laughs> you know it's like you know it's like hey Everybody's you know checking on you yeah. you know and um but that's the culture though right yeah you know and um and he checked on me and he's like yeah yeah no i'm good you know uh and we talk but um i found myself you know it's basically i found myself being a weaker man by not seeking that what I needed to seek, right? right. Uh, and I found myself doing jujitsu for the wrong reasons, right? And then once I got the help that I wanted and that I needed, not that I wanted, because at the time I damn sure didn't want it, yeah. you know? Uh, and um, it, I, I found myself getting back on track, right? Found myself back on that path where I, I felt like uh, I love getting up in the morning and going to work again, you know? Um, because I couldn't, I couldn't wait to, you know, two things that made, made the most impact in my life, you know, was, it's my wife, you know, in jujitsu. So, um, I used, when I first met my wife, uh, I used to, couldn't wait to get, um, go to bed because I couldn't wait to get up in the morning because I couldn't wait to have breakfast, go to work and see her for lunch. Mm. And then once I got married, I continued that. And to this day, I still continue. I thank God every day that I met my wife. Mm -hmm. you know but and in the same thing was with jiu-jitsu i found myself now I, I can't wait to get up in the morning i can't wait to go to sleep because i can't wait to get up because i can't wait to go to work because i i get to see my wife but then i, I get to now i get to wake up next to her and then when i get done with you i can't <laughs> wait to go to jiu-jitsu you know so i can do my therapy right that's my right. therapy so then i can come home a happy man so I can spend some happy time with my happy wife. Happy man. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. absolutely. And it is true. You know, um, like my wife can't do no wrong in my eyes. Mm -hmm. I love absolutely that. not. Yeah. I mean, because she, she is, she's put up with me. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's something fierce, you know, leave it. And, and it wasn't anything that I regretted that I've done because there's nothing in the military that I did that I regret. It's what I didn't do. Interesting. Elaborate. Keep going. Don't stop. <laughs> Tell us what you didn't do. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like also though it does take like I love what you're saying about your wife because it takes a strong, a very strong woman to be able to be a military wife. And I I mean, I don't know that personally. I see from what you know people I've had in my life and that's, that's a hard thing to do. And mm -hmm. especially if you have children, because you're, you're doing a lot of stuff all on your own, like as yeah. far as like physically on your own. <laughs> so it, you know, I totally love that you respect her for that. Cause it is difficult. You know? It's the toughest job in the world. It yeah. is because, you know, we're, we're, we're doing what we love to do. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and then we leave for nine, you know, 15, 16, 18, 19 months. Mm -hmm. and you know and the wife is left home by herself right. you know doing all the wifely and husbandly things you know paying the bills you know taking mm -hmm. care of the home you know taking care of the kids and, and, and it's a task 
And even being the protector of the house. I mean, like yeah. all those yeah. little things that yeah. like, the man, you, you know, is just like right. used to doing. It's like all put put on the military, you know. Yeah. But and and I believe that I honestly believe that the reason why the wives do it is because they know that <clears throat> that that purpose. Yes. Right? yes. Let's go back to purpose. Absolutely. That purpose yes. shifts, right? So the purpose that that the husband as a provider that I had shifts over to the wife because the wife believes deep down in her yes. heart mm-hmm. that that he has a bigger calling, that bigger purpose just right. took. Well, it's also right? her purpose too. It has right. to also exactly, yeah, exactly. It just shifts. It just yeah. shifts from one person to the other person, and it just works together. You know, mm-hmm. now she's she's serving her purpose at at home and doing wearing two three hats, while now he's just serving another a higher purpose, but with just one hat. You know, and, and it's a tough job. Uh, you know, it's a tough job. You know, I just, you know, you know, thank God for my wife. Well, yeah. also you know. on the flip side of that, it's it takes a strong woman to be able to do all that, but it also takes a strong man to be able to leave their family, <laughs> like to leave and go do this, serve, you know, protect and do all this stuff, and knowing that, like, that's hard on you too to know yeah. that they're there and the the feelings of not being around for that stuff i mean i can't imagine it's it's tough i mean it, it is i hate to say that you kind of get used to it yeah you know but um it, every deployment is different mm-hmm. you know so it's just it is and you know i i was i was I, you know as i got out as i got on with my military career the more rank that i did you know i was able to earn and with more rank come more privileges you know more responsibility but more privileges mm-hmm. so I was able to go ahead and always set a time and a place and to where I could do my jujitsu yeah oh, and cool. yeah and that helped me tremendously mm-hmm. even in Iraq I did jujitsu in Iraq I did jujitsu mm-hmm. in Afghanistan I did jujitsu <laughs> in Kuwait Africa Cuba mm-hmm. and um, so I've always uh, I always packed I put in my conics, you know, like a, my container. I always packed some mats and I took them with me, you know. And um, and if I did, then um, I've always found somewhere somewhere along the line that I'll, I'll be able to acquire because it's my therapy, you know. Mm-hmm. It really is my therapy, you know. And it's um, it, it it allowed me to get over the things, not get over, but be okay with the things that I did not do the things that I feel guilty about exactly okay that's beautiful one thing that I'm I feel like like a very common pattern because even like in discussing just like the difficulty and following the purpose you know it's like following the you know the the purpose and even though it might be hard I'm still going to follow my purpose even though it might be difficult to be an army wife I'm still going to follow my purpose even though it might be difficult to go to Iraq I'm going to follow my purpose and it's like I think a lot of what ties to purpose is discipline and just like it's hard or it might be difficult or there might be an element that makes it challenging or I might be digging myself out of a hole trying to like reconnect my purpose 
but I'm going to have the discipline within myself. And I know that's a big part of jujitsu as well to say yes. like, you know what, like I'm going to be in Afghanistan, but I'm going to still take my mat with me. You know, I'm going to be in the situation, but I'm, I know for me in my life, it's when you, people think of discipline, they think of like disciplinary action of like setting someone straight or whatever that is. But discipline has such a simple form of just like, you know, having that discipline, having that intention of like, I'm going to have this set intention for myself to follow my purpose or to reconnect to, to myself. And I think you've, you know, led by example throughout your entire life. And I think, you know, even for us, you know, it's, it's when you are in that dark space and like the purpose is up there and you're trying to dig yourself out of it it's like that it almost feels like the discipline is in between that dark space and the purpose of like okay this is what I need to do this is how I exactly exactly to get there and um the develop the courage to follow through with it right yeah the courage absolutely and also and I loved how you talked about excitement as well of just like I can't wait to get up in the morning I can't wait to because because sometimes if you can't muster up the courage of like I can do this I can do this. I can do this. I can, you know, follow my purpose or I can get through this difficult time. Sometimes it's like, instead of, if you can't do the courage, then shift to the excitement of like, and I know for me, if I'm in a dark space, it's like, well, what can I do right now that like fulfills me and like going on a hike? Like, I can't wait to do this waterfall hike or I can't, and it, and it reconnects me to me and my purpose. And, and just, and I think too. Sorry, this is going really like. <laughs> no, no, you're good. You know, because um, you're right. But like people uh, think of purpose. starts in the morning. Yeah, people think of purpose. And I think too, I think it's good not just to look in purpose in such a big glorified way, but like also in the simple way of like, you're here. You know, your purpose can be, sometimes your purpose just needs to be as simple as like, you're literally. Waking up in the morning. Yeah, you're Waking literally up in the morning. right here. Yeah. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And like make the best of it or don't, but you're here. Exactly. Right. Like, right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And, think, uh, you know, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, well, another thing, too, with purpose that can help you, I think, climb out of the hole when you're in the hole is like, for an example, Laura, she mm-hmm. what she does for work is helping people. And mm-hmm. so when she's if she's feeling low and feels in a hole, she's not going to be able to help people correctly. She's not going to be able to do that in the way that she's Mm -hmm. supposed to be doing it. So instead of sitting in the hole and just losing work and not doing work right. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Like if if you want to, and for me, it's like, if I'm in a dark hole, which we all get in all the time, sometimes multiple a day, Mm -hmm. if I'm in a dark hole, I can sit in that hole, but then what kind of mother am I going to be? What kind of uh, energy am I going to put off? What kind of, I don't want my kids to be around somebody who's sad and like, you know, moping around. So I need to climb out of that hole. I need to find the purpose. And the purpose would be to make sure my kids see a happy Mm-hmm. person that even in the stressful times I can still come out of the hole you know like- and so absolutely and you know and a lot of people think you know and you know I go back to therapy right um uh, a lot of people think that you know that there's nothing good that comes out of bad stuff well no mm-hmm. there there's always something good that comes out mm-hmm. of it whether if it's a lesson learned or whether <laughs> if it's what not to do I mean it's just a lesson learned or 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 just being able, you know, not to trust someone or trust, mm-hmm. you know, trusting a, a, a progress or just learning from that experience, right? And I was, you know, every morning, I don't get up as early as I used to, 
you know, that's just me. I choose to do that. You know, I'm like one of those guys, you know, I've seen the Geico commercial. Nobody cares at what time you get up in the morning. Well, <laughs> I, I really yeah. don't, you know. So, uh, but every, every, every day that uh, I wake up, you know, if I have my alarm on, I don't hit the snooze. I, you know, it gets up. I shut it off. I count to five. I do my little countdown, five, four, three, two, one, whoop, and I'm out of it, you know. And then I, I take a deep breath. I look out the window and I thank God for giving me the opportunity to wake up, mm. you know, because tomorrow is never promised. And regardless of how shitty, excuse me, I'm not, it's I'm, okay. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and regardless of how bad of a day I have, I always try to find something good that's going to come out of it, right? Mm -hmm. And even if it does, even if I had the most horrible day throughout the day, I still have one thing that I have to look forward to. Mm -hmm. Actually, two things, right? I look forward to doing jujitsu because then I couldn't wait to get out of doing jujitsu because I can't wait to go home to my wife. So mm -hmm. I always try to find something. There's always something good that comes out of it, right. you know, and, and then and having the discipline to do jujitsu when you don't want to do jujitsu. Mm -hmm. it's, it's when you must yeah. do, it's the most important <laughs> time for you to do it, right? And uh, to me, that's my therapy, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I, um, it does. It keeps me sane. It, it calms me. It, um, it's just, I sleep better and I've, I'm not in many meds. I, I mean, I can, I can sit here and tell you, um, I, I suffer from a traumatic brain injury. So, um, it took me about a year and a half to learn how to like speak again, oh, wow. you know? So, um, having the discipline, like what she talked about, um, it, it's like, having the discipline to stay on the path so even if you fall on the hole because there are going to be obstacles on that path right, right. whether it, there's always going to be obstacles you know just like goals like i always told laura you know mm -hmm. dreams without goals are absolutely just that yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you, know? That. <laughs> you know and and often will lead you to a path of disappointment so right. you got to have goals but with those goals there's always going to be like obstructions there's going to be mm -hmm. like you know that you're going to uh, there's, there's always going to be something that's going to try to get in your way you know it's like so you have to be able to overcome those things so even in jiu-jitsu um you know even with all the benefits that i got from jiu-jitsu um there was a time i, I was able to get out of meds uh through jiu-jitsu um there was a time that i was taking uh, i was taking meds for my for my headaches meds for sleep meds uh, for my mood swings, um, meds for, uh, I was taking five different types of meds. And if, if I would have continued with those meds, I probably just, you know, um, depression, sleep, insomnia, uh, headaches with headaches in conjunction with sleep, you know, um, it, it, from antropitaline to trazodone to this mm -hmm. And jujitsu allowed me to get out of those meds. So, and, and have back a fulfillment, have a sense of fulfillment in my life, That's you know, yeah. uh, okay. you know, you know, uh, but uh, now, but I also found myself hitting roadblocks on that path. And it wasn't, and it wasn't until about six months ago when I ran into a, my second roadblock in jujitsu you know, where I was ready to quit. I was just like, and, and it was odd because I just opened up my academy. 
um, I had very, I had about 10 students, things were looking up, but I was ready to quit jujitsu about six months ago. And, and then I met this man from England and uh, it got, it got to be, and it wasn't anything in, I, it wasn't anything internal per se. It was something external. It was an external roadblock that was being presented to me uh, for, and people, I was being politicized, mm-hmm. you know, well, there's politics in everything mm-hmm. you do, whether if it's a job, whether if it's even in jujitsu, their politics. And, you know, and um, my, my school and, and, and myself were being politicized, you know, for the way we conducted business in, in my academy, you know, in regards to promotions, in regards to my curriculum. And it got to a point that I was very frustrated. And because I showed my frustration, which it wasn't right for me, um, I suffer these consequences. There's consequences for everything, right? If you're a smart ass, make a smart ass <laughs> comment, somebody's gonna say a smart ass comment back, you know, and people are not gonna treat you the same. And my actions drove me to to lose the respect of some people that respected me. Mm-hmm. Do you know? And and I can say that now, but in the same token, you know, it was a mutual thing. We lost respect for one another, mm-hmm. you know, and we did it all out of anger you know, and that's something that, that was another lesson learned from me, you know, and, um, and I was ready to quit. I wasn't happy with jujitsu. I wasn't happy. I was with where I was at. And I found this man, his, his name is Eddie Cohn. He's out of England. And he pulled me, you know, he pulled me by the arm and, and said, I don't want, I don't want you to walk. I remember to this day, he told me, he goes, I don't want you to walk in front of me because I don't want you to get lost. I don't mm-hmm. want you to walk behind me because I don't want you to walk on my shadow. Mm-hmm. I want you to walk next to me, you know, and let me, and he took me on a totally new path to jujitsu and martial arts. Well, I, I, I feel rejuvenated now, you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, not only am I happier, my students are happier, my school is more successful. You know, we're, we're in an environment that uh, we we're helping one another in, in, um, and, and I've grown as a person, even at my age. So well, you're, um, yeah, and you're always growing. And it's beautiful. Absolutely. I think yeah. something that, you know, is important to remember too, especially in the dark times when you're feeling like you want to give up and all those things mm-hmm. is like, like what you were saying earlier, those dark spaces, their lessons, but they also, a lot of times they give you purpose. So like a mm-hmm. lot of traumatic things, like an example, um, if somebody was like a, a drug, drug addict or mm-hmm. an alcoholic and they come out of that hole, they could create purpose from that and become yeah. a counselor right. or, or right. you know, all kinds of things. And what you're saying with your story is really beautiful because you're in a dark space and it actually, somebody came in and mm-hmm. it, instead of being where just where you were before it raised you up it gave you more of a purpose it gave you more perspective and it made you a better person so I think remembering that you know those dark spaces there's a purpose there mm-hmm. and a lot of times Absolutely. it'll create more purpose for you so that's really cool it's beautiful yeah too I feel like purpose exactly what you were just talking about as well I think some people they they attach to like the identity of a purpose and even even because our purpose it 
the energy of it can stay the same. The core of it can stay the same, but how it's going to shift. It's going to grow. You're not always, and you're going to, you're going to be pushed out of your comfort zone to kind of like shift with that change and to recognize like you have more potential and your purpose Mm -hmm. that there's so much more that you can do. And I think embracing that and allowing for that is so important. And something that um, I really appreciate about my uncle and him and I, anytime I'm going through like a really big, like change in my life where I'm making a really big decision, I always call him and I'm like, look, <laughs> this is what's happening. This is what I'm thinking. What's your perspective? <laughs> and you're always like my cheerleader and you're always like my go-to for that. But it, you're always also there to remind me of like, cause when you're following your purpose, you're going to have people that disagree with you, or you're going to have people that are like, what are you doing? Like, you're going to have people that are, you know, when you're following your purpose and you're staying on that path, you can't expect, and this is something that you always instill in me. Like you can't expect everyone to just be on board with you all the time. And and just as you have that energy to, you know, or that those people that you engage with, you also have to embrace those relationships that do support you and, and have gratitude for that. You know, those people that do allow you and following your purpose, I think, and recognizing that it can make the process of following your purpose so much easier. Um, just like, you don't have like people, especially have like the people pleasing tendency, you know, it's like Mm. purpose isn't going to always satisfy other people and you have to be okay with that. Um, and you have to stay true to yourself in that space. And so I love that you are able to just like pick up that mentor, you know, that has that understanding of the different relationships and how he can support you. Absolutely. And, you know, the, the thing is, is that people that support you are just as important. Well, the people that don't support you or don't agree with you are, are, are sometimes just as, as important as the people that do. Right. Uh, because they're the ones that are going to that push you to get through those obstacles. Right. Right. And I say, oh, OK. You say that. You know, that's what's always is driven me. It's like you, you tell me. Uh, if you want me to accomplish something, I just say you can't do it. Oh, yeah, just like, yeah, okay, I got it. I think that's what Melissa does. She's like, my wife, she's like, yeah, I said, you can't do that. And she, and she has all the intentions of having me do that. I'm like, I can do that. What do you mean? I can't do that. (laughs) My son, so I do that with my, my youngest son, Kane. If I want him to do something, Cause he's like very like I'm gonna do what I want like very like in charge you know he's four and I'll be like <laughs> I bet you, I bet you can't eat that egg you know like I bet you can't eat that banana right now I bet you can't I'm like what but if I'm what? like hey we eat the banana it's healthy for you he's like no you know no <laughs> no what no yes, I can what do you mean <laughs> yeah it's um uh... No, and it's like, it's constantly learning, right? It's like uh, people measure success different than others, right? To what some people say material, material things are, you know, as a measure of success, money is a measure of success. You guys already, you guys already know what I measure as to what being success. Mm-hmm. I die, there's no trailer hitch. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be able to take it with me, you know? So I measure success by education, right? how I educate myself and then how humbling is that process going to be? Do you know, because you could go through a class, you could go through a class and sit through a class, a college course, any training and say, "Mm -hmm, yeah. mm -hmm, Oh yeah. I knew that. 
be the sharpshooter and act like you didn't learn and probably pick up a few things and pick a few from there and pick a few uh, from others. But really, you're not going to learn, truly learn until you open your mind, right? Mm -hmm. And feel that you can just learn from anybody at any level, you know? And um, so I think that, I think that's what drove me to the success that I had in the military. You know, sure, did I make mistakes? Absolutely. Was I always the perfect soldier? No. No, absolutely not. Well, you know, human. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. but uh, I got pulled by another mentor and said, hey, look, you got to check these boxes and this is what you got to do. And the main thing that he has to do is tell me, educate yourself. You have to educate yourself. Don't, ignorance is no excuse, you know, and, and I took that lesson with me when I went to jujitsu. But then we go to part B. How humbling is that lesson going to be? Do you know? And uh, every time I step on the mat, I get, I, I get humbled every single time. Something new happens. I either get, you know, uh, I, get, I get something happens along the process, whether me teaching or me sparring with my students or drilling. Something happens that I'm going to say, oh, man. Like, oh, snap, you know, I either learned something, a better way of doing, uh, learned something new, a better way of doing what I was already doing better, or I was proven wrong. And that's what I think the value of a good education is, you know, and that's what I try to bring. That's what jujitsu does to me now, you know, um, that's why I went back to school at age 53 and I got my degree finally, you know, and that's why I continue to do jujitsu. Because it's such a humbling experience. And it's every time I step into the mat, I learn something new, you know. And, um, and I think that, that's, that's the most value of developing your purpose, you know. You know, once you choose a purpose, you develop a path. Once you develop that path, you know, what are you going to do to prepare yourself for that path? Your education. Mm-hmm. And then is that education going to be humbling enough to keep you interested to stay on that path? Right. You know, and that, I think to me, that's, that, that's key because it's not that we're going to lose interest and we're going to settle yeah. and we're going to become, you know, couch potatoes, I guess, you know, and, you know, that's right. so. Yeah. It's, it's funny because in the way that you describe the process for, I think, I think it's so metaphorical because that's always like my approach towards everything people <laughs> say, say, but like getting on the mat, like getting into a situation in life. And instead of just being like, oh no, this happened, you know, it's like getting on the mat and being like, this happened. How can I learn from it? You know, it's like going through a chapter in your life. Oh no, this happened. Oh, woe is me. Let me get into this p- pity party and just dig myself, you know, into the ground versus like, how can I learn from it? And I think um, there was like a very short period of my life where I was into running. I'm not a runner. (laughs) I hate running. I just can't stand it. But there was a short period that I was, I was like, you know what, I got to do this. And I, yeah, I didn't have a gym membership. And it's funny because for me, and it very much resonates in terms of like a following your purpose. um, I found that, especially in me hating running, 
I would set this goal and I'd be like, all right, I'm going to go run at nighttime. And I just keep running. And I'd be like, I'm going to run all the way, or I'm going to run for an hour, you know? I'm, and so I'd just be like, oh, this is so hard. I'm running for an hour. I'm running for an hour. I'm running for an hour. So then what I started doing is I just started looking at like the sidewalk lines in front of me and like, okay, just like, just run for the f- next five tiles. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now, this now just yeah. run for the next yeah. five tiles. Okay. Do this because I find in following your purpose, for me, sometimes it could be overwhelming to look at the hour, you know, to look at the big picture or to look at this huge goal at the end and just be like, oh, this is taking so long. Why am I not there already? Versus like, okay, this is what I have in front of me right now. This is what I have in front of me right now. Like, okay, I did this. Now next five tiles, you know, I did this. That's right. Yeah. And so I think following your purpose for people who struggle with it, because I have known a lot of people in my life, I think the three of us here have been very fortunate to feel our purpose so deeply. And so just like at the core, but I, I do talk to a lot of people that are like, I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know. Or they know what their purpose is, but they're too scared to actually follow it. Or like, what if I do this and I don't make enough money? Or what if I do this? And like, yeah. it doesn't coincide with my schedule. And like, we can all talk from this space of knowing our purpose and following it. But a lot of people don't have confidence in that, in that space. And I think just, for me it helps to just like you know those baby steps that like one step at a time and just you know a lot so that way it doesn't become so overwhelming um and i think i think this this is also you brought up a good point this is like not having the courage and mm-hmm. and that's where the people that support you and don't support you or right. don't agree with you come are so important because yeah. then uh, the people that do support you will will give you the confidence to do it. Mm-hmm. And then the people that, yeah. And the people that don't agree with you are going to give you the courage because they're going to right. piss you off right. and it's going to say, okay, you know what? I'm going to do this. You know, it, give, and, yeah, and it I, gives you more courage. because right. you're like, oh, exactly. really? <laughs> <laughs> You know, and, and, and that's what I try to find. Right. And um, it, it's, and then what le- lessons to it's part of the process is the lessons that you learn along the way. Right. You know, it's like, uh, you know, there are consequences, you know, to, in, in the process, you know, mm-hmm. of the per, of finding your purpose, you know, because people are going to hold you accountable for your words and your actions, mm-hmm. you know? So if, if, if I make a mistake in, in on the mat, you know, mm-hmm. then I'm going to get submitted, which means that, you know, technically, well, I got choked out, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know I, I got choked out and I broke my arm, you know, and I try to think about it that way, right? That's like, oh, you know, it's like, oh, he choked me out. If I would have been on the street in a real fight, you right, know. Right, You yeah, know what I, I really, what I really like about this idea of, um, which is just like coming to me right now, of like any martial arts, we'll just say jujitsu right now, because that's what we're talking about. But if you think about it, especially from a masculine point of view of it it's like what is so beautiful about that is you're putting yourself every time you get on the mat in a space of like humility like it's like you are exactly you are overcoming a fear to be stronger to be more to learn more lessons because you have and it's beautiful to do that because people can live in fear Mm -hmm. and they can be like I'm not going to go on that mat and I'm not going to go fight people because I might 
lose (laughs) but exactly instead of living in a humility state of like okay I don't want to do it or fear state it's like I'm gonna go do that and there's a 50 50 chance that I'm not gonna win but I'm gonna push through and I'm gonna learn the lesson to become that strong person to become this you know greater self Mm -hmm. and I think that's beautiful especially in a masculine way of like there's a I might be embarrassed right now Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go fight I could go up on a stage and and do a fight and I might lose you know but pushing through that knowing that either way it turns out you're gonna gain something learn something exactly exactly and um and it's humbling man I mean it's just now you know what yes because you're you're putting yourself in in a vulnerable position yes and then it but it also gives you an opportunity to accept defeat Mm -hmm. right yeah in a controlled environment, you accept it, but now it drives you mentally to say, okay, how did this happen? How mm-hmm. can I keep it from happening again? And how can I do better? Yep. And this yeah. is what we That's talked about, right? Yeah. How, this is what we talked about. Like the people that are support you are just as important as the people that, that mm-hmm. are yeah. going against <laughs> you. Right. You know, and I go, uh, I'm 55 and the average, my average student is 27 years old. Mm-hmm. you know and i have 16 of them you know and 18 18 now academy's growing mm-hmm. so <laughs> you know uh but i put myself in those vulnerable positions every time i go with at least one or two or three of those guys you know and i tell them i said you know because they're teaching me you totally. know mm-hmm. yeah as much as i teach them you yep. know and, and, I uh, and I, lot, yeah. yeah and now you know why your husband loves it so much and he goes you know because mm-hmm. you know he it's just it's addicting it's addicting because it's a life lesson everything that you do on that mat it can it it, it reciprocates into real life every single day do you know i'm a common person i'm a you know sometimes when i don't go to jujitsu my wife tells me go to jujitsu <laughs> she knows you (laughs) just like like even not just jujitsu but even like because well we used to be teachers so I resonate with the point of like we learned so much from our students but even being a parent it's like I learn so much from my kids every day I learn what it's like to like work through frustration I know it's like like I learn how to Mm -hmm. you know all kinds of things so I think yeah you know even when you're a teacher, you're learning just as much as a student. Yeah, it's a learning process. Yeah. And Life is constantly a learning process. Absolutely. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. And, and you know, and the day that, you know, her grandpa, my dad used to tell mm-hmm. me that the day that you go without learning something, you waste a day. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you know, so learn something. Even if it's a better way of driving a nail, you know, it's like, you know, just learn it you know, and I, I try, I try to live that way, you know, and, and, and pray. And I pray a lot, um, you know, to myself, um, I pray, I, I give thanks to my, with my wife every day, you know, and, and she's to this day, she's still trying to get me to say prayer for dinner every time we eat. And I just, like, I just don't do it. <laughs> And the thing is, you know, it's like, I, I, you know, I, I pray and, and I, I do. And, and there are certain things that, you know, um, 
it's they're better left unsaid. Yeah. You know, a, man, <laughs> a man, you know, and I, I keep those prayers to myself, those thoughts to myself. Right. But there isn't a day that I don't go by and thank God for my wife, my family, you know, and, you know, my beautiful niece. And I, I'm just blessed. I'm blessed to be surrounded by just like such a good variety of people that, you know, that just present me with a, a good vibe and very, very supportive you know um you know it, it's just a blessing it's a learning experience mm -hmm. you know a purpose you know being humble yes you know, right? <laughs> right you know so and just to think of how your purpose and what i love and and because everything that we've just talked about you know surrounding your purpose and surrounding how you're deciding you have decided and you have shown up as a human being it has an impact you know, and I think that, um, and you just continuing to follow that, I think it's really important that because you've obviously had an impact on a world scale, you know, on such a large scale. And now for you to have this impact in such an intimate way that, you know, even with those 18 students that you have, even with this conversation that we're having right now, I think, you know, in you living your purpose, you know, even just you being here in this moment, you know, it's going to have that beautiful ripple effect. Well, I mean, just from the beginning of our conversation, conversation there was a little purpose dropped on me with you talking about the military and, and you know just right. even little conversations it's it's interesting how people can really affect in a positive or Thank negative you. way um but it's it's really beautiful yeah that you can figure out your purpose follow it and just keep affecting people even you right. know at 55 <laughs> even you know i mean that's really young you keep saying 55 old, but, you know like <laughs> but you just keep going keep going you'll, you'll keep you know giving people purpose and living exactly yeah. yeah and 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 facilitate too you know it's like uh, i always tell my students it's like i don't know everything you know so i'm gonna teach you the best of my ability what i do do know but I, what I don't know, if you ask me something, then I'm going to research it for you and get back to you. Yeah. Right. And, 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 if, and if you find a better way of doing it, then please tell me. Then, and then we'll work it together. Yeah. You know, um, and, and just being able to be, you know, um, humble, uh, staying true to your path, being a good mm -hmm. person. You know, that, you know, when I die, you know, I always, I always used to joke around with when with with my with laura when i was stationed in hawaii you know before i met my wife it goes yeah i'm gonna be that crazy uncle you're gonna be standing in your basement <laughs> <laughs> you know um but you know um we all have that uh a path and just have to be able to uh, um recognize it when it, it it walks in front of you do you know mm -hmm. and be willing to be strong enough you know humble enough to say okay I'm going to, I'm going to take this path. And if you don't, to me, it's like, and if you, and the times that I thought that I wasn't courageous enough to take that path, then I found people that would give me the courage. Yeah. Push you. I love that. Exactly. I love that. And now you're that for other people. <laughs> you know, yeah. And, and, and sometimes, you know, if I can't find it here, then I find it in prayer. Yeah, I do. You know, I, I just do. And um, yeah, and it's a beautiful thing, man. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing to know that today, you know, it's like a Monday. I only have four students that show up on Monday, 
you know, uh, actually one of them called me. He told me he can't make it today because of work. And I gave him the fifth degree. I'm like, what? <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, I always have my doors open, even if it's just one student. Mm-hmm. You know, I some schools you go to and uh, there's only one student showing up. I'm not going to open. Look, uh, if one student shows up, I, I go. You know why? Mm-hmm. Because I, if I don't go, that's an opportunity that I'm not going to learn something, mm-hmm. get better at something, and it's going dis- to and disrupt and disrupt my ability to stay in my purpose, to mm-hmm. have a, stay on that purpose, right? right. You know, so I, I try not to do anything that's going to deviate from the path, to, from my purpose. Mm-hmm. Well, and especially, purpose. especially in what you do, I feel like, because I know a lot of people that do martial arts and um, things like that, and if you closed because there's only one student you don't know what effect that that could have on that student what if they're doing that because they're sober and this is right. their way this of, is their therapy this is their therapy to like right. and, exactly so you know a lot of people that do that stuff that mm-hmm. need it it's actually literally needed. <laughs> <laughs> you know and you hit the nail right in the button you know um i, I i'm a mission 22 ambassador mm-hmm. uh and mission 22 is a nonprofit organization that sponsors uh, veterans in different programs, athletic programs, martial art programs, fitness programs, and it's basically to to uh, uh, find veterans right of, of war uh, that suffer from PTSD or financial uh, distress, the to give them that mission right, mm-hmm. and and we do and we do that through you know, rec, you know some people call it recreational activities we we call it martial arts and fitness right. And to me, martial arts is just more than just a recreational thing. You know, it's, it's my purpose. So I have a few veterans. What happens if one of my veterans is having a bad, is having yeah. a bad day, yeah. you know? And I say, ah, it's only one student. He was the one that one student. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't show up and he can't yeah. climb out of that hole. Yeah. Right, right. You know, so there's consequences to everything that we do in life. You know, and if 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 I made a a conscious decision to be on this path, then I have to be loyal to the path. Follow well. through, right? Show exactly. Up. Show, show up. up. Mm-hmm. If you make a commitment, you're you're there. Do yeah. it. To show up. Don't know yeah. what mm-hmm. effect that could have. Yeah. Exactly. Be that simple too of just you know just showing up. I think it's, and I think too just because we're all it you know we're all so connected and i think it's just to to recognize that impact whether small or big that we can all have on each other you know we have relationships for a reason we have people in our lives for a reason and um yeah and i love that i think taking all of that into consideration and just seeing how that comes full circle how that came full circle in your life you know just how you're able to help support others i mean it's it's there's so much purpose in so it, and it's, so, <laughs> and it's so beautiful. Yeah. And then, it, it, yeah, go ahead. Well, I just, I think, because when you think in the worldly sense, when you think of like, exactly like how your friend checked up on you, you know, um, you know, I think social media, it's, it's interesting. Cause I, I'll, I, there was, I think it was like a couple months ago I was posting or whatever it was. And I had a couple of friends being like, are you okay? Laura? <laughs> and I was like, Julia, I was like, Julia is, is my vibe. Like I literally called her and I was like, is there something wrong with my Instagram posts? Like, I wasn't sure why they were, yeah. I, they were just like, Hey Laura, how are you? You know, Hey Laura, how are you? And I was just like, 
huh. And I asked her, she's like, no, you're okay. This is your normal stuff. And like, you know, and, but I appreciate that. And I value that. And I think the way that you started off the podcast episode as well, you know, in terms of today being, you know, that suicide awareness day, you know, it's because in those moments, I would imagine that those people, they feel, they don't, they feel a level of disconnection from others. You know, they feel disconnected from their world or their life, or they don't feel that sense of purpose. And for us to really take into account the value of human connection and what it means to have awareness around a loved one or any, or any human being. And just to say like, are you okay? You know, how, how can I support you um, is so important. And I think it's um, not talked about as enough. No, and it's not acted upon enough either. Right. You know, um, it, it's not, Right. you know, we're, 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 we live in a society now that there's some people in this world that think that it doesn't, as long as it doesn't affect me and right. I got money in the bank, I'm good to go, right. you know, and you know, money is not everything. Mm-hmm. It really isn't. No. You know, uh, you know, and you, ha- you have to have that purpose, you know, and there are times that I've had a couple of students that show up and all we do is just rap. We just sit there and talk, mm-hmm. right. you know, and we, we're there for an hour and a half. We might do uh, 15, 20 minutes of jujitsu and other we just like venting, mm-hmm. you know. So imagine if, if I didn't have, you know, the, the door open. You know, I've had one student in particular, he told me, he goes, hey, man, I needed this today. It's like, I couldn't, I, 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 I can't, he called me, he told me, he goes, I need, uh, you're going to be open today? He goes, yeah, I'm going to be open. And it wasn't a regular day. I'm usually closed on Wednesdays. So Wednesdays are usually just for orientations. And he, he texts he, he text me, he goes, hey, can I call you? He goes, yeah. He goes, hey, man, I need to come into school today. I can't go home like this. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, come over, bring your gi, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, uh, we talked for about like 30 minutes, 40, 30, 45 minutes. And then we sparred for another hour straight spar. I mean, I came home, I was sore for a week, you know, <laughs> but, um, he went home and everything was okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's, that's the most perfect. important. Served its mm-hmm. purpose. Right. Yes, right. exactly. Yeah, you know, purpose. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. So, Thank yeah. you, Tio. <laughs> no, no problem. So much. I feel like I this, love was, this. this was, I'm, that's going to be rude to say that. This was a really good conversation. Um, I was going to say it. it's one of, my, it. one of my favorite conversations yes. that I've had on here. I think it's like my masculine energy and yours together right. kind of like um, what goes good together. But I really appreciate having you on. You had a lot of beautiful things to say and I love you. I appreciate you for having me. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. We'll do it again sometime. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> and if you're a veteran and you feel like um, you want to commit suicide today and, um, and you don't have a purpose, then come find me and I'll give you 22 reasons why you should. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes. So mission 22. I really appreciate you guys. We appreciate you. We love you bunches. Yes. Take care of <laughs> yourself. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at inside.thelight. Until next time, lights, lights out. out.